Hi, I'm Amanda Wiggins, President and CEO of the Marana Chamber of Commerce. I'm so excited to have featured a live recording of the Real Talk with the Town podcast at our Marana Insights meeting. These meetings are a great way for businesses to network and to meet their local public officials and to learn about the latest projects in our community. The Marana Chamber of Commerce is a vibrant membership organization driving economic growth and community prosperity by supporting, connecting, and representing a robust business community. We invite you to join us, to be a member, and to learn about how we are building a thriving community through connected business leadership. This episode of Real Talk with the Town was recorded in front of a live audience. Welcome to Real Talk with the Town, where I sit down with the Marana staff to answer your burning questions about our beautiful community. My name is Terry Rosema, and I'm the town manager for the town, so let's get started. All right, so welcome to another episode of Real Talk with the Town. Uh, today we are doing something a little bit different, and we've got some uh, guests here in the studio as we have an audience standing room only out there. Uh, it's good to see so many people here. Um, and we're gonna jump into and talk a little bit about business in Marana. And uh, I have two guests here who are both business owners in our community. Uh, one who owns Hotworks, and that's Christy here, and uh, also Javier who owns uh, Spectrum Auto Body Collision, something like that, Spectrum Auto, what is it? It's Spectrum Ina Road Auto Collision. Okay, that's two, that's two. You get, we're going to work on shortening the name. We're going to work on shortening the name for you out here. Right. But uh, he's got a lot of business for me over the years because I have teenage daughters. So I uh, greatly appreciate uh, the services that you guys provide. So we're going to just jump right in. And I want uh, to hear from you guys, and we'll start here with you, Christy. Uh, if you could tell us a little bit about what it's like to have a business in the town of Miranda. You know, we've been very fortunate to have our business in Marana. Um, it's it's a really safe community, and we are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So when we were looking for a location, we really loved what Marana had to offer in terms of that. Um, and the people, we like the family atmosphere um, that Marana has and all of the support of the Marana government system. Yeah, yeah, very good. So Javier, how about you? What, what's I mean, so you've been, uh, you know, before I get to that, Christy, how long have you been in business here in the town? We opened in June of 20, so we were okay. pretty, we're getting close to three years. Nice, and you opened like in the middle of the pandemic. Yes, we did. That was a little tough. It was tough. Yeah, we might talk about that a little bit later if we have some time, but Javier, so you've been doing business in uh, Marana for a, a long time. Yeah, we just started basically next month is going to be uh, 31 years. So I'm proud to say that you guys have allowed me to be a nuisance in the town of Marana <laughs> here. So uh, it is me that goes out there and put nails on the streets and oil. <laughs> so that would be me. So I, I got to ask you this because uh, people love their phones, right? 
And that's got to be great business for you. It is phenomenal business. Thank you. <laughs> Keep using those cell phones. Keep using you know, those cell phones. Especially when it no, chimes that's in. The wrong, that's the wrong answer, Javier. From a public safety standpoint, uh, we tell people, stay off your phones while you're driving. That's I think right if answer. you were to tell people to be on the phones, then they will say, okay, you know what? I won't use those I won't phones. use it because they don't but like being told what to do. Is that correct, yes. Yeah. Right. Statistics Maybe. speaks now that uh, most people don't look at their emails, so now they look at the, uh, their phones. So notifications are really, really good for us. So it's uh, <laughs> nice enough. Yeah. Well, good. So um, I'd like to hear a little bit about um, what it's what, what is kind of the process. I mean, for somebody maybe that's uh, one of our listeners out there that maybe and I talked to you a little bit, Christy, mm -hmm. about franchise ownership. Um, you know, what what is it like getting a business started and how was it for you getting a business started here in the town? Um. Being a franchise, you, you have a built-in support system that if you are going solo that you typically don't have. So as a franchisee, it was not a complicated process. I mean, there are definitely licenses that you have to get, like your business license for the town of Marana. Um, and then you have to also set up your, if you're doing retail sales, you have to set up your transaction privilege tax license so that you can collect sales tax and remit those. Um, I chose to do an LLC because the process is very simple. Um, it's something that an individual can do on their own and it takes about 10 minutes online with the state. Um, but really, being a franchise, we, you have that built-in support that says, okay, this is the first step you need to do, the second step you need to do, sort of like having a business coach or a small business coach mm -hmm. that would assist you in the steps needed to open your doors. But that's really where you heavily rely on corporate as a franchisee to get you to that point where you can open. Excellent. How is it that you came to open the kind of business that you did, Christy? Is this something that's been a long time passion for you? Like fitness is you know, what I'm all about and, and I want to, you know, make this uh, a, a business for myself or how was it you chose this particular business? It's funny that you asked that, Terry, because I actually hate to work out. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people who've known me for a very long time, they found out I was opening the Hotworks studio and they were like, wait, is what? It, did you say <laughs> fitness studio? Um, but the thing that I love is that it's quick and it's really designed for anyone to be able to do. And it's heated, and so we're in the saunas at 125 degrees, so it's a really beneficial, quick workout that doesn't take you all day to accomplish. Um, but I own a Planet Beach in Oro Valley, mm -hmm. and that is- which is Which is your favorite, though. <laughs> I mean, let, I mean, let's uh, you know, let's let, for, for our listeners, and 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 you know, which are your fa which is your favorite? Work, working in the town of Marana? I spend a or great in Oral deal of Valley. time in Marana. Okay, sure. all right, all right, okay, very good. Definitely spend very good. more time here. Um, but yeah, the, there it's a the franchise is the same. The franchisor is the same between Planet Beach and Hotworks. Okay. So that's how I learned about Hotworks. And at the time, I had been doing Bikram yoga, and but that is a very long, much longer commitment in your day. Mm -hmm. So this was very appealing to someone like me. Ah, very so, good. Yeah. 
So working out in a sauna, that sounds tough. I, mean, you, I don't know if you know this or not, but we live in a very desert climate that's hot already. So you're, you're putting people in an even hotter situation, but I'm sure it's highly beneficial. Yes. I don't know if that I'll try it anytime soon, but <laughs> Javier, how about you? Let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, uh, the, the things that, that your challenges that you're having and, and things that uh, well, with Spectrum. The, the challenges hasn't been, um, we're very regulated as far as CPA and uh, with the uh, environment and the changes that are going on with the uh, chemicals. I'm proud to say that we were the only collision shop uh, environmentally safe to use materials that were friendly to the environment, water-based systems. So we introduced that to the uh, community about 10 years ago. So that was pretty neat to bring that technology. You were green before green was cool. Man. We were green before anything. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, we were the only collision center when we first opened up back 31 years ago. And there was a transition because you were not our area wasn't incorporated there, and Harvey Davis was the town manager at that time, and he would come around and knock on the doors and say, I need you guys to come in. You guys don't want to be part of Pima County. We are a small community, so I... Uh, so I wait a minute. Are I you telling me, are you telling me, Javier, that you became a part of the town uh, before the town even incorporated I know that's correct wow yeah. so we literally not we as in me I, I wasn't working for the town 31 years ago but we the town came knocking on people's doors saying hey we'd like you to be a part of our community that's what he did he yeah. actually went to each business and knocked and and said I we need you and he did a heck of a sales pitch at that time, and yeah. basically, um, I drank the Kool-Aid and couldn't be <laughs> happier after that. So yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, regulations came in um, every year. Fire departments come in and they inspect our our facilities, and they're always saying, "What is this?" and uh, for instance, a fire extinguisher inside our spray boots. Uh, they had never seen anything like that. And I go, well, this is a fire suppressant. If anything happens, it's here. And so they incorporated a lot of our uh, technology back then for new businesses that were coming in. So we felt pretty happy that the town was easy to work with. At that time, permitting was a piece of cake except when you go and put up a sign and then I have to. <laughs> Are we a stickler for signs? Is that uh, what you're saying? I would never say that, but yes. <laughs> yeah, so you kind of have to get to know people in the town and the officials, which makes it a lot easier to say, um, I need help, and the help is there. Um, there's no other jurisdiction that I know of that uh, you can walk up to an official and they're able to explain to you what the process is. I'm in an automotive uh, community center and there's seven automotive and all within the immediate uh, site. And each of all the uh, occupants are small business people. And when they come and they asked us, 
who do we go to? What do we do? It's very easy. I just mm -hmm. go just go down to the town of Marana, to the building. They're gonna walk you through, and like you said, the process is just dealing with people instead of computers makes it mm -hmm. so much worthwhile being part of this community. Yeah, and that's something our council has pushed for a very long time, and we've had consistent leadership for a very long time. Our very own mayor, who's sitting here in the front row watching me like a hawk. Oh, I know. Um, you know, he's, he's literally been with the town since the early 1900s. So it's, uh, it's, it's great to have that kind of... It's great to, yeah, right? It's great, it's great to have that kind of consistent leadership. Whether you're starting a business or looking to expand in Marana, our Town Development Services staff will walk you through the steps towards success. Learn about business licenses, development permits, business loans, local and state resources, and more. Let's get to work. For more information, visit moranaaz.gov slash business development. Are you splash savvy? In the event of a home drowning, you are the first responder. We'll walk you through the steps so you can prevent further complications until help arrives. Learn more from Marana Lifeguards, Marana Police, and Northwest Fire District at moranaaz.gov backslash splash savvy. We are first responders against drowning, and we are splash savvy. Let's go to the movies. Marana Parks and Recreation presents the free Movies in Marana series on scheduled Saturdays between April and October. Movies start at sundown. Food vendors will be on site. Don't forget to bring chairs and a blanket. Visit moranaaz.gov slash movies for the complete schedule. So let's talk a little bit about... Um, uh, about the things that you, and you've hit on it a little bit, but things that you really love about uh, the town of Miranda in terms of doing business and maybe some of the challenges still for you that we as town need to be aware of that we can work on. It sounds like signs is one of those areas that's a challenge that we need to work on, but but what else? What, what are some of the goods, some of the positives that you enjoy? I think, uh, Christy, you mentioned public safety. I love our, our police. I worked there for a long time, love those, uh, love those folks. But, uh, you know, across the board, what are some of the things that appeal to you most about owning a business and operating a business here in the town? I would say just to echo what Javier said, that it has been extremely easy to work within the processes for the town. And like he said, if you have a question, people are responsive and you're dealing with the same people, which in other jurisdictions, is not the case and so you have to spend a lot more time going through the process and re-explaining but the permitting process for Marana was extremely simple mm. and the support that we get both from the chamber and the town has it's it's really a huge plus for doing business in Marana. Awesome great. The uh, to piggyback on what you were saying um, as a matter of fact, uh, as a business owner, we deal with, uh, we have so many hats to wear every mm -hmm. single day. I, you know, lot of tenant, window cleaner, then you become an attorney, then you become a doctor, <laughs> then you become a psychologist, then you become everything. But at the time that uh, we had a major issue within the town in the automotive uh, sector, we were having individuals coming in and picking up their cars without paying. Mm -hmm. 
they would say, I'm here to pick up my car and there's nothing you can do. I came knocking at somebody's door one day <laughs> and said, I need help because a person can come in and pick up their vehicle and even though you have a lien, a written lien against them, it's not enforceable. So prior to Mr. Town manager over here, <laughs> held a very prestigious position. I went to him and I asked him, I need your help. He said, he invited me to his office and he says, well, how can we uh, come together on this? And basically within a month or so, there was a solution that the police could not uh, release the car. We had the right to collect on our services and it was a very small statute that uh, Pima County, you cannot go into a, you can go into a business and just pick up your car and go and say, sue me. Well, because of him, all of our community in Marana now has a document that absolutely you have to pay before you can pick up the car. Ton, there was hundreds of thousands of dollars that were saved by just having a conversation. Yeah. And that was huge. That's the kind of service that you would not get anywhere else. Those are the challenges that, um, that you're able to go and talk to someone and, and not having to have the gatekeeper stop you from getting an answer. I think, I think that's a great example, Javier, and I appreciate you uh, sharing that. Uh, and so at the time, I was the police chief, which, by the way, is a way cooler position than town manager. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. but. Um, and, and I didn't actually come up with a solution to that. He came to me with a problem and I had no idea to solve it. So I had to go and talk to people who were smart, like Jane Farrell. I think Jane Farrell was the one that actually found the, uh, the code that said, hey, this is what we can use. And, and that's how we were able to solve that and keep people from walking away uh, right. without paying. Uh, although with all the cars I've had at your place, I kind of <laughs> wish that still applied. And I could just <laughs> pick up my car and say, hey, sue me. Right. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, so um, any tips that you guys would have uh, for somebody that is looking to open up a business, whether it's here or someplace else, a home business, uh, you know, a franchise business, uh, you know, Javier, you have a much different situation than a, than a franchise. This is your business that you started from the ground up. Uh, so, you know, what kind of, and so we got two very different kind of situations as far as running a business and owning a business. So uh, what, what tips would you give to somebody who's looking to do this? And let's, let's start here, Christy, with you. Oh boy. Um, I, if you are somebody who's more of the creative type and you want complete freedom, then a franchise is really not something that would work well for you. I'm a rule follower. So, <laughs> I, I really... Uh, I may have to rethink that franchise. <laughs> man. I don't know, with your background... I'm yeah, really, I know, I was law enforcement for 35 yeah. years and I don't like rules. Yeah, uh, well, who, who'd have I thought? Mean, you know, that's, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, if you want that creative freedom um, to do everything yourself, then franchise is not for you. What I loved about franchise, not because I have to follow rules, because a lot of times that does become <laughs> an interesting situation because mm -hmm. I'm very, very stubborn sometimes. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, the, the thing that was so appealing to me about franchising was that I didn't have to know how to do everything. Mm -hmm. I didn't, yeah. ha it's really a business in a box sort of thing. 
And even when you're talking about, you know, your your bigger franchise operations, they're a business in a box. So your website is done for you, your advertising, graphics, mm-hmm. um, your POS systems, all of that stuff, which is great, but you don't have the freedom that you would to go, if you don't like your provider, you don't have the freedom to go, oh, well, I just want to change my social media management company. Mm-hmm. So there are some restrictions there, but um, I can't speak to, Javier can definitely speak to what it's like to opening, to open a business completely from scratch. Okay. And just for our listeners, POS is point of sale. Oh, yes. So, yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay for our listeners who may have thought POS was something else. So we want to make sure we clarify that one. For sure. So, Javier, over to you. Uh, for us, um, one of the great things about uh, opening a, a small business, medium, medium-sized business, would be being part of a community. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, chambers basically the best way to go morning breakfasts. You oh, have... that was a shameless plug <laughs> for the Chamber of Commerce <laughs> really? for the Javier. Yeah, I, well, yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, everybody that comes in into the mixers always have something um, that they want. They're always looking for uh, a connection mm-hmm. and the best connections would be joining a, a chamber mm-hmm. or going to a mixer going to an event such as this and that's where you have the immediate connections from uh, automotive on our side it seems like you go down Ina Road and all you see is automotive automotive right and then you go down Cortella Road and there's nothing but restaurants so people that are excited about opening up a business uh, the first thing they say is how do I get a contact and that's mm-hmm. the easy access of uh, we encourage again really think about it you have nine seven nine automotive in one complex it's com- competition it would be crazy to have it's like having three um, air conditioning and plumbings right next to it right right but you know what <laughs> you do a great job your vision is there you're gonna people are gonna follow you and that's the great thing about having a vision and your passion to start a business and moving and then having the uh, support of a town saying, yeah, you know what? We want your tax dollars. No, we want, <laughs> we, we want your business. We want you to succeed in this. And I just foresee, I have seen it from its infancy to where it is today. And again, um, all I can see is just positive growth. Yeah. And, well, you know, you both hit on a uh, couple of really key things, and one of those uh, certainly is support. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, Christy, you talked about support from the franchise itself, you know, and, and having that, you know, those people that know what they're doing and, and provide all the materials and all that kind of thing. And Javier, you talked about it from the standpoint of other business owners and specifically the chamber. And being somebody who goes to the, to the mixers, who goes to the breakfast, who comes to uh, these uh, Marana Insights meetings, uh, I can say, as, not as a business owner, but just kind of watching the interactions that I see in all of those uh, meetings, it, it, it does, there, there's a, um, 
there's there's an energy there and there's cooperation and you know i know uh, you, you just mentioned ron arenas over there at picture rocks heating and, and cooling there's a plug for you ron <laughs> um ron arenas um you know he has several other people that have their own business and now those people have combined with ron so you got frank the tank yeah. now working with uh with ron and a couple of other people so uh, it is great those connections are, are so important and i think that is what makes you know connections are what make for a community mm -hmm. and uh, i think we do have a wonderful community so real quick just a, a one simple word answer from from both of you because we at the town of Marana strive to provide five-star service so how are we doing? What would you rate us? Star one to five, where are we at, Christy? Oh, absolutely, in, in Marana is a five. Five star, did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? I'm not making this up, man, that wasn't pre-planned. Javier. <laughs> ditto on that one. Ditto on that one, five star from both of our guests today. I wanna to thank you guys both for being here. Really greatly appreciate it. And uh, we are gonna leave uh, just a couple of minutes here for any questions maybe from the crowd for our guest or for me, I guess. Wait, we have a question in the back there from our very own. Challenge for our business owners in the last few years. Biggest challenges that we kind of talked about challenges, but let's talk about the last few years because of the, the pandemic and, and the, you know, kind of recession stuff that we're kind of going through right now. Uh, Christy, we'll start with you. Uh, I would have to say the biggest challenge is staffing. And that was mm. really pre-pandemic, but it was aggravated immensely i know i network with a lot of business owners in tucson and across the country and it was an overarching theme mm -hmm. um, and it still continues it has gotten better but that was the heart of, we put it small business owners we all put in more hours we work a lot to begin with but during the pandemic we were working around the clock trying to just keep the doors open and keep keep the businesses running yeah Javier, for you? For us, it wasn't two years. It was more like four and a half years because we had the um, Ina Road construction. Oh, yeah. That was a huge challenge. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but now look what you have, this beautiful overpass. It's amazing. It, 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 it's amazing because they keep going faster and they keep breaking the <laughs> So, yes, that was a plus. So the train slowed them down at least. Uh, now they don't have that. So. But even... Even with the uh, uh, closure, which we had to um, um, talk to the media that Ina Road was not closed. <laughs> Ina Road off-ramp was closed. So mm -hmm. that in itself changed a lot of things. But the great thing about our area is that people that live in Marana supported us. Mm -hmm more than we would ever think. I mean, who would think that the donut wheel would be open? <laughs> Out of all the businesses there, there were only two that closed, and that was by design. So kudos to the community mm -hmm. that helped us out, but yeah. challengers, as long as there's cell phones. <laughs> You're in business. We're in business and backup cameras. Absolutely, we're there. So. And as long as I still have my teenage daughters, uh, actually they're not teenagers anymore. Now they're 22 and 20, so, but they're still driving. So uh, you, 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 there's still hope for you. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Excellent. Well, there is, uh, um, so that, that's, we're going to wrap things up unless we have any other questions real quick. All right, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. And I, I do have just a um, uh, clean up here with we had one question that came in 
prior to this that somebody sent in, and it was about homelessness. We did it, uh, uh, we did a whole episode on homelessness uh, with Chief, uh, Chief Ruben Nunez. So I would highly encourage whoever it was that wrote that question in and sent it to us, asking us to uh, cover that here today. Uh, you listen to that episode of Real Talk, and that is going to conclude this episode of Real Talk with the town. Until next time. Submit your questions by visiting MiranaAZ.gov slash Realtalk and we'll answer them right here. To receive notifications for new releases, remember to click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Also, please follow the town on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date on current news and events.